Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 96 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I'm your host, Kofi Outlaw, and today, as you can see, we are making some co-host changes. With me uh, on the regular Matt Aguilar spot is Janelle Wheeler. Well, of course, we're celebrating Matt Aguilar being away, having his first child, and he's enjoying all that new papa love and stuff while we're just still here talking about whatever. (laughs) Geek news, uh, it's cool. Congratulations, Matt. So uh, Janelle's filling in for us today. Hello, everybody. And that cleared up some space on the couch, so we finally got to bring in queen of anime, Megan Peters. And actually have two of our talented ladies on the show for the first yeah, time. It only here. took a season, but hey, eventually <laughs> I guess we that progress. podcast can I'll just pretend yeah. this is a high five. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. a very powerful couch right now. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, yeah, we eventually get there with some <laughs> progress in the show. But not to kind of stray too far from our original format, holding us down over in the uh, big dog chair over there is Mr. Brandon B.D. Davis back with us again. Howdy. He looks so excited. Yeah, to be I know. Here. This is why, I'm still, we were before the show started. If you're the live feed, this is why, A, people are like, Brandon's mad at every show. And <laughs> two, people are like, Brandon's mad at Kofi every show. Well, before the show started, we were talking about what we would do if we won the lottery, and I was still in my head on, <laughs> yeah. about all the things I would we do. We had disagreements already. Yeah. Uh, you, were, you, you were just spiraling out of control. There's going to be like I would spiral back. out of control. It would be amazing. <laughs> Ah, man. (laughs) But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, Maybe on some of those fan questions shows that are coming up, we'll get into like what we do with the lottery. But uh, today we got some other stuff to talk about. We have to talk about the full on trailer for Birds of Prey, which is now out. We have to talk about the new Batman game that is already being teased to fans. We got some big Pokemon news to talk about. And we are going to talk about the future of the Star Wars movie franchise after Rise of Skywalker. Plus, my three co-hosts haven't yet told you what they're looking forward to in 2020. So we're going back to our segment about 2020 previews, where we get to share with you some of the exciting stuff that's coming up in gaming, TV, movies this year, and uh, put it on your radar. So let's get started. All right, first up, we're going to talk about Birds of Prey. We've seen a lot of stylistic teasers for the film, um, a lot of kind of giving us what the tone, the kind of characters are going to be like, but we haven't seen too much from it in terms of, like, plot. We didn't even know, like, the names. I don't think we necessarily still know the names of all the characters if you're not familiar (laughs) (laughs) with this. But this latest trailer did give us a more traditional kind of plot outline. And we got to see some of the big things that DC fans have been waiting for in the film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, right off the top, we got to see Ewan McGregor in his full actual black mask costume, which has a lot of DC fans now breathing a sigh of relief. We were worried we were not going to get... A mask in the movie, which Brandon Davis was kind of freaking out about before we came in here. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody's like so excited to see the black mask. And I'm just like, yo, it would be so hard to get that wrong. Like, like how? Why are we so excited? It looks good and it should. If it looked bad, it would be such a stupid move. How do you get that wrong? Easy. I mean, and I got your point. Like, I think a lot of fans, just to play devil's advocate, are so burned by things like 
Jesse Eisenberg's uh, Lex Luthor, or cover your ears, Janelle. <laughs> we shaved uh, Jared his head. Leto's Joker that they now <laughs> Sexy like. Sexy Joker. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, man. Sexy oh, send your letters to uh, Jay, Jay Wheeler over at uh, Twitch TV. Uh, you can find her there uh, for all your Joker comments. Um, but in all seriousness, like, so they just were worried that somehow they were going to screw the DC Warner Brothers. We're going to screw it up again. Um, so they just needed to see it. So yeah. we've seen it. It's a mask. It's a skull mask. It's black. It's, it's a it, black mask. It looks exactly good. what it should Vaguely be. Like, it's so me simple. Of like Harry Potter Dementors. Oh my like when God. I saw him, I immediately was like, this is the crossover. I mean, I have a big problem That's with it because cool. the eyes mm. aren't white. They're cut out. And you know how I feel about cut out eyes. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. That's not a real thing. But I'm sure somebody on the internet is complaining about that. But mm. in all seriousness, he looks good. I'm kind of now more curious to see I wrote up, hey, Black Mask is wearing his Black Mask as an article, but uh, I'm kind of curious to see how and why it's kind of used. There's mm -hmm. suggestions throughout this trailer that there's a whole, you know, backstory about it. He's doing the whole kind of uh, Spider-Man movie kind of Green Goblin thing where he has like a room. The mask is on this like little pole or mantle. When it comes out, why it comes out seems like there's going to be some kind of connection to his psychosis. Yeah, because they show you know, a lot of him obviously not with the mask yeah. in this new yeah. trailer. Uh, and he looks great. I mean, I love the way they've outfitted him. His like white suit is pretty fly. And I don't know, he just seems interesting and intriguing to me. Yeah, I mean, we've heard a lot of rumors about like what this version of Roman Sionis is going to be like. That's the character Black Mask of Ewan McGregor's playing. Um, I have my own theories. I think there's some connection to... Victor Zaz that might kind of trigger him to go kind of really crazy mm -hmm. in the end of this movie if something happens to Victor Zaz. Brendan, do you know anything about this from like the... Are you allowed to Are you allowed to spoil anything? Yeah, like, if you guys I, don't know, BD always I, lives in this flux yeah. of reality where he knows things, right. but he can only say certain things for like years at he a time. He just grins well, at us. I, I, well, <laughs> sometimes you guys say stuff and I'm like, well, I, uh, that seems sounds really cool. I mean, like, it, we, I don't want to spoil stuff people don't want to know people haven't seen the movie yet and I also might be wrong so like I don't want to be wrong but based on what we saw on set I mean Kofi has a really good theory I like that theory mm -hmm. uh, he's it's, people get hurt in this movie uh, that was, that was an, <laughs> it is rated R, so that's a good It thing. is rated R. Yeah. And I don't know why the hell they're not releasing a Red Band trailer. Like, I know. I, sat on I don't me, see I said this on the there. podcast when we talked about the set visit. I sat on set, watched them film one three, three and a half minute scene, and they said the F word 16 times in that scene. It's insane. Like, she's not going to say Harley freaking Quinn in the movie. She's going to say Harley effing Quinn. Thank God. And uh, things I can't say on this podcast, even though we're not sponsored, so it's not going to cost us any money if I do. But <laughs> we're trying <laughs> to get there. But, uh, like, I, I don't understand why they're not releasing that Red Band trailer. Like, mm -hmm. that will get more people excited the first trailers for this movie didn't really do much for me like i think you have a built-in fan base who no matter what is going to get excited when they see this for me i was like okay uh, this trailer today was the best one by far I agree. it's yeah. the first one that made me say yeah i, I genuinely really do want to yes. see the movie now and i'm interested to see how like the cartoonish elements of harley quinn translate to live action like are they going to be fun like they're portrayed in the trailer or are they going to be like the lion king where you can't do cartoon stuff and it falls flat in live action or yeah. photorealistic animation whatever you want to call that but you get my point mm -hmm. like that's the thing and this trailer made it look like it could actually be pretty good i don't know i yeah. feel like this trailer made the case better than the lion king for why live action hyenas are a good thing uh no 100 <laughs> I mean, yeah that was just like the weirdest little tag scene i was like yeah. what are what are you really thinking that big? yeah they're huge yeah, okay. hyenas are big i mean, yeah. I mean, I mean they're out there like trying to like yeah, kill don't go into the african stuff. plains like yeah. trying to pet a hyena like they yeah. said it's yeah. named after bruce wayne right yeah that's, yeah. yeah it's named yeah. after bruce after that wayne guy and then the hyena just starts cracking up laughing 
I'm like, wondering. So is like, she talking about Ben Affleck or Robert Pattinson? Oh, the one wow. thing I'm curious Not about oh. is like, what is it about the hyena that reminds them of like Batman? Like, is the eyes? Well, she really doesn't know Bruce Wayne is Batman. She thinks like her hyena is a stud. She well, named him after Gotham. Well, Bruce yeah, Wayne. True. I refer to them interchangeably. <laughs> like, what is yeah. it about? Like, he's that just like persona? Gotham's biggest stud. He's a cutthroat like, businessman. Yeah. And, and those are, her hyena is like a stud. Just she trying to them. figure out the answer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, after Baby Yoda, after this, are we going to see like a bunch of like cutesy those hyenas towards are not hyenas? Baby Yoda cute? I hope not. I don't know. Stop it. Those things are be nowhere like, near as cute as There's going to be like a sector of girls who are like, I need a hyena now. Like, I'm pretty sure those yes. already exist, but the I just try to like w- like keep them out of my mind. Hyenas <laughs> will kill you. Yeah. They but they're they scavengers. They won't yeah. kill you unless you're already weakened. <laughs> they will if eat you're, you. Go, all right, Megan. You go get a hyena and let us know how that goes. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not going to really, do it. I mean, I'm just going to make sure I release it in the studio when you're here. People will any kind of pet. You've ever been eaten by your own Komodo dragon or had your monkey rip off your face or things like that? Like, I mean, technically cats Cats will eat your face if you're dead around them, right? That's what they say. Oh, yeah, they will. So, cats will eat you. And we all have, I don't have a cat. Dogs will a, also eat you, though. But it oh, takes a I believe longer. that. My dog ate the table. I have, just have children. <laughs> all they eat is your time. Um, but <laughs> back to back to Birds of Prey. So while we get some good stuff, I mean, yeah, there are the moments. This has the most personality, this trailer. Mm-hmm. It actually suggests there is kind of like the really funny kind of tone set by the fact that like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is narrating this. Um, some moments with her just being Harley Quinn, like when she's in the warehouse and somebody's shooting at her and it hits the bag of cocaine and she mm-hmm. inadvertently sneezes it. And then no, goes, she like, huffed ballistic. a lot of blow. Yeah. yeah like, and like that kind of no. stuff is hilarious. And Margot Robbie looks like she's going to kill all those scenes. Yeah. Um, we even get more, at least our first hints of why the actual birds of prey team might be cool. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mary Elizabeth Winstead's Huntress, which Seems like a well-kept secret of this movie for some reason, instead of just putting it out front. But she has that moment where she's like sliding down the slide and killing that guy. Yeah. Um, we get to I'm see Black sure Canaries. I'm pretty sure that's towards the end of the movie. I think, I think so, too. That's like the climax of the I movie. I think everything yeah. in that like little fun house scene yeah, that's where be. Black Mask gets out of the car in his full suit with all his goons. And I think that's the scene in the trailer where she's like, we're not getting out of here alive. Like, yep. we got to stick together. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a lot of the movie. This will be the one time they actually do come together. With the rest of the movie, them being like, "Why are you here to Harley Quinn?" Yeah. And like, they have to. Work I really think it's gonna be a lot like Joker, though. Whereas when it ends, we're like, "Wait, was that even real?" I think because so too. The, the first they they like talked about that uh, unreliable nar- narrator stuff, but we saw it in this trailer yeah. because when she shoots that cop in the beginning and she says, it's "Well, like, oh, wait. that's yeah. not how it actually went," or whatever she says. I think that there's gonna be a lot of that, and by the end of the movie, you're gonna be like, "Wait, is she even their friend?" No, like, and I did think this that's, even happened. I think, like I said, I we were talking yeah. like a couple weeks ago, and I think that's always going to be the big twist of this movie. Is people were always wondering, like hardcore DC fans, Birds of Prey is the hero team of female hero team of Gotham. There is a female villain team that's Gotham City Sirens. So why is this movie kind of mixing up those ideas? And I think that it was always going to end like this is Harley's story in her own mind about mm-hmm. how she drew in this group of ladies, but yeah. in the end, it's like. No, like no yeah. way. But I, also, I, she's still on the look for like where she belongs, and that would yeah. be the Gotham City Cyrus movie, which is now on hold. So, I don't and it also has to do Joker. with the yeah. I'm sure the new Warner Brothers AI system that projects what movies will be successful. And, you know, <laughs> a Birds of Prey movie wouldn't have been as successful without Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what the computers Absolutely. told them. Yeah, probably. And Oof. and I get that totally. But I can see because this was rumored to be a trilogy. Like it went from this, then Gotham right, City yeah. Sirens, which would make sense if she kind of realizes, oh, I never did fit in with the goody two shoes. Then she goes plays with the bad girls. Yeah. And then the I first film brought so bad. Head. 
Oh, that mm. would be. I want to see Margot Robbie with somebody playing Poison Ivy. Yeah. So bad. And Zoe Kravitz, Who? Catwoman. So like, bad. Who would I don't be your think that'll ever happen. I know. The continuity. We're not going to get all Venom well, on this. I just, I mean, I think the Batman really is going to be separate. Like, I just, think, I mean, you're probably which right. sucks. I, probably right. I, mean, I just want to be see, good movies. Look, man, we won't go too deep into the psychology of this, but I just want to <laughs> see Zoe Kravitz and Margot Robbie together. You know, on the screen. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm picking all up right. what you're putting down. Yeah. I smell what the Kofi's cooked. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But um, yeah, so we don't know what any of that's going to happen. So we'll just have to see what happens with Birds of Prey. But I think you're right about the twist. I don't think this is, we'll, we'll figure out this is Harley's very yeah. delusional version of this story. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this trailer's gotten me more psyched to see the film, even with all its drawbacks. So I'm kind of, I'll be there. I see it this month. I'm excited too. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see it. But oh, you see it soon. I see, yeah. yeah. See, I told you. BD always lives in a separate reality. In like two weeks. Mm. Yeah, nice. Well, we'll be back and get your first reactions. So That's right. Coming in Comic a couple weeks. Nation. <laughs> Moving right along from the world of Batman to the world of Batman, we're going to talk <laughs> yes. about this new game uh, that's being teased. We've been talking about this. We've been getting hints of this for like months now, but yeah. now the official teases are actually coming out. We're mm -hmm. getting these cryptic images released on social media uh, mm -hmm. that have these kind of emblems and what all's in the emblem might be telling us like what the next Batman game is about. I think there's like a thing, like a hashtag, like capture the night. Is that the confirmed title or is that just, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, that's is just that like confirmed? what they're te teasing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like what they're teasing. Yeah. yeah capture so. the night. The emblem looks like, and everybody has guesses. Um, there's things in the emblem that suggest like hints at the court of owls. Yeah. Like there's talons, talons. and so many yeah, talons with oh, talons, talons, which are cool. I mean, talons are really cool. Am I the only addition. person who's not a huge court of owls story fan? It's a convoluted story. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it because a lot of it's psychological stuff with Batman inside his yeah. own head when he's drugged. And so it, the actual event was more exciting with like the talons, like the tie-ins yeah. where everybody in Batman's world had to face a talon and the talon concept itself is cool. The Court mm -hmm. of Owls concept is cool, but the story is I mean, debatable. It's but a, it's a, I, I mean, it wasn't bad, but like, I just, yeah. it's not one no. that I'm like, I want to play that or yeah. see that, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it could be Good for a video game in the sense yeah. that the Court of Owls just like are a bunch of people who manipulate everything in Gotham. Yeah. And Batman trying to – and the idea of Batman trying to get through a Gotham City, which has now become like this huge trap against him, mm -hmm. would be interesting for a video game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially if yeah. if like a lot of people have speculated that the emblem could be like for the GCPD and that, you know, Capture the Night and all that stuff could be – you know, this really is like Batman, the city against Batman, which would be. Mm -hmm. That's what it seems nice like to me. It kind of yeah. change. Yeah. It feels like it's going to be like an out, like an amalgamation of everything. Yeah. And which would be great, especially like with video games. I love like when they play with like psychology choices, like any of like the old games, like LA, like LA Noir and stuff like that. Ooh, when you're like yeah. doing that really close, like facial capture. I mean, we don't know hardly anything about this game, but having that mixed with like awesome action, which we know the Batman games are clearly capable of, like. 900% ready for it. One thing, though. Definitely hope it's available on the superior console, which is Xbox. Oh, See, Brandon is throwing God. this grenade. Yeah, well, okay, you've been first, throwing this grenade. No. Are you working for Xbox now on the side? Listen, I'm an X Xbox is superior. The first you're thing, alone. You, you like are alone, alone, but I think we can all agree it's actually the Nintendo it's Switch. It's the Nintendo Switch, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, I, I am back Hey, ladies on the couch I today. I, I know. Yes. I've been a husband long enough to know when to fall back. So, there you go. You yeah. go. I just had to. It's all right. I had to. 
I mean, the more availability, the better. I wish well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah ready I'm, for I'm going to play, if, if Batman is only available on PlayStation, I'm going to play it. I'm just like, going to wish it was The question about it is like, is the, did they re- release all this stuff too soon? Like, is there any like word? such a long, like drawn I, out thing. Is there any word on where the Batman game will be available yet? No, I mean, we don't know anything, really. No, we don't we know, know its official a, we title. Know it's a segments of a logo. Yeah, we don't that, even know. Like, I don't even, even piece together for us. It's not even been, like, Warner fully Brothers officially. Games, Montreal, teasing us. Yeah. yeah, it's not even been, like, fully officially announced. Sons of Canadian it, They're driving yeah. people crazy. Bacon. People Sons of Canadian bacon. Their minds. Yes. Yeah, we've all just been, Maple like, syrup. piecing it together because, like, they're they're holding it back. But I feel like people aren't positively reacting. They're not like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. They're more like, I am so annoyed with you guys for taking yeah. so long. Well, that's to what happens today when you live in the. Oh, yeah. I'm well, I mean, another, like I'm going to throw another one out that's going to get a nice eye roll from Kofi. But we live in the binge era when everybody wants it now. It's true. And you're yeah. used to having everything at your fingertips. So if somebody's like, hey, we're doing this thing a year and a half from now. So here's a small piece. This feels also right? referred to as the microwave generation. Yeah. yeah. As this- in, you want your food hot now. You yeah. don't want to take any time yeah. for it. I mean, I will say that the whole teasing process has been very drawn out in our opinions, but it's because as this like people who are like mining companies for information mm-hmm. that they're keeping secret. I mean, that's a relatively within the past decade, five years of people really digging into mining companies, mining press releases, anything to find this information of like internet sleuths. So it really feels like that because there have been hardcore people in our sphere finding this information for a while. So, cause I know like you're my the, boyfriend. In the office, you're the best connected into that world. So if uh, you don't know the information, <laughs> like Megan knows like the dark I know the dark side. The it's great knowing She knows, knows that dark web. She's got so the dark web. Any, if y'all need well, any now you're dark, just deep me. mining <laughs> info or stuff like that, Megan's your girl. All right. But she's all, you're all, you're definitely the most in the know on that stuff around yeah, here. Yeah, dark you know web expert Pagan Meters is out here for us. <laughs> I don't know where that sentence was going, but I'll just let you roll. Yeah, I was, <laughs> hey, the ship landed. Yeah, oh yeah, landed safely. That's what I like to do. A little scare on the way. Then we get down on the tarmac. Yeah, That's yeah, how we do it on comic location. So... Yeah, keep your eyes open. That Batman tease is coming. We'll tell you when it happens, but uh, right now, your guess is as good as ours. But yeah, I mean, there is some basis for this. Like the GPDC, or GP, oh my gosh, the Gotham City Police Department (laughs) emblem in the games is a big eagle, the talents. We said all this stuff, so Mm -hmm. there are clues there, man. It's a nice little puzzle. So figure it out for us, Internet. We're all going to play it. Yeah, Yeah, of course. We're all going to play it. We all will. I'm not coming in here to podcast. Especially when it's available for the Switch. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, nice. That's a good place to end that on. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we are going to talk about the new events happening in Pokemon, what's going on next in Star Wars, and what you should be looking for in 2020. So stay tuned. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. 
Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right. So this is my favorite segment of the show because it's the one where I have to do the least amount of work. <laughs> um, I I'm not a Pokemon expert beyond knowing which Pokemon I am firmly, firmly. This question came up recently. Is that from well, Instagram? Who, you can't just leave it there. Who are you? Oh, so you know this answer already, but I'm you too. Clearly. They, that is that from like the, the Instagram sense. filter? Like, how did you know that? How'd you learn that? She tried to put me on the Instagram filter and it came up like Bulbasaur or something. And I was like, well, then you're a Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. And I was oh, like, the, uh, no, so Ivysaur is the uh, second Ivysaur. one. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And I had to refute that. Yeah. All right. And you came in with so a solid Mewtwo. Mewtwo. And like, then Kofi dubbed me sense. as Pikachu because, wait, what did you say? Well, I said you're like sparkly, you're like zippy, sparkly, happy, like nice all the time until like somebody really pisses you off and then like it's all electric shocks. Oh, no, y'all haven't seen Janelle angry. <laughs> Were you trying to avoid that on air? <laughs> I'm hoping yeah, that's some, you guys will never see I, that I've seen it. Janelle slightly annoyed in streams before, yeah. Oh, yeah. Janelle has no. hit me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my not gosh. True. We used to do that Walking Dead show together. Janelle used to... Man, I if I said something really wrong, say one bad about word about Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Say one well, bad... who would it And it's just like, that? she licks the back of her hand and then... <laughs> listen, right no matter what you do, no matter what you do, that eye is never going back Under in the socket. I never go yeah. back. Shockwave, everything. Yeah. But uh, all right. So back to Pokemon, though. There is something happening in Pokemon. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but Megan knows what it is. Janelle knows Ooh, what it yes. is. So you guys take it away. Pokemon! Tell us what's happening in Pokemon. Yeah. Well, to say something's happening is a vast understatement. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> um, so basically, I mean, if you've played Pokemon, like you understand that you'll get two games released. So for those who don't know or have lived under a rock, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. So it came out in November. It's been out for several months. It's been very successful, great reviews. And so everyone's been wondering, like, what is the third game that's going to come out? So like when there was Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, Pokemon Emerald came out and it was kind of an amalgamation of the two games as as well as some like additional post game content, extra Pokemon, a new legendary stuff like that. So people expected like. Pokemon Gun was going to come out or <laughs> yes, something. Yes, I heard that so many yeah, times. Yeah, I was like, everyone, Pokemon where's Pokemon rifle. Gun? We need Pokemon Gun. Well, Nintendo Sword decided that gun. wasn't family friendly. They can't do that. But what no. they can do is now that they're on the Switch, DLC content is so much easier to have access to. So for a first for the Pokemon company in like 20 plus years, Pokemon Sword and Shield will be getting expansion passes, kind of like Breath of the Wild if you played that on the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. So there's going to be two different expansions. There's going to be the Isle of Armor, and then there's going Which to be like the new Avatar. Yeah, that it's like a release. beach setting. <laughs> it's it's like a beachy tropical setting, and then there's going to be the Crown Tundra, which is like an ice setting. They're both going to be two separate expansions, and they're huge. I mean, they are bigger than like the wild area is in the base game. Good. So because like, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. So each of them's thirty dollars. So by the end Ooh. of this whole thing, you're paying basically another game. It's going to be sixty dollars for both expansions. Both of them come out this year but you're getting all of the legendary pokemon like every legendary how many pokemon, pokemon is there by the end of this by the end of it how many oh my game? god well they're adding they've only said they're adding um with the expansion they're adding over 200 pokemon so we don't know if that's like 250 300 like we don't know but they're going to be adding over 200 new and familiar pokemon with these expansions that were not included in Sword and Shield originally. So with everything, I mean, you're going to have like 
like 500, almost 600 Pokemon complete. And both of the expansion packs are available for both games. So if you own one, you can still get both. Yeah, so if you have like, like I have Pokemon Shield, so like I'm I can sword. still oh, look at that. Team. We're a match, yes. but like if you like, you can get both of them. Brandon, stop laughing at me. Don't be jealous. <laughs> He's laughing uh, at me. Trust me. It's okay. I'm just saying that think of his Pokemon to shut him up. I know, but you can you can get I'm, both. I love Pokemon. Yeah, but there are differences between the two. So there's different characters and different rivals in the expansion packs depending on whether you have Sword or Shield. Um, so it's really cool. Like there's going to be so much to do. There's new co-op mode. There's new ways like you can build your own Pokeballs like in one Mm. in the I think it's yeah, I think it's in I can't remember which pack it is, but basically you can collect like tree nuts and you can make Pokeballs out of them. So so there's a crafting system to it, too. Now, we're going full Minecraft. There's like there's like cooking in this one. You have to like cook like recipes to make your Pokemon bond with you. You have to feed them like camping. That's a lot. Like, cool. you don't have to do it. You can still easily right. play Just through play the game through the without game. doing it. <laughs> I so didn't do that. Because I, I had to get the, my review done and I had a week and I was just chugging. <laughs> I'm, if I'm, I'm pretty far, opposite. I mean, I, I didn't finish it, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. far through Pokemon Pikachu. Mm. Well, let's go Pikachu. Yeah. Does that, and is there any benefit to like any of the percentage of that game? Does any of that, like, can I take advantage of anything I accomplished in that in the new games or anything? Uh, so it's not part of the expansions, but since you since you played Let's Go Pikachu, if you're playing Sword or Shield, you can get a Gigantamax Pikachu. You get Fat Boy Pikachu. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what that means? They're they're, they're crazy huge. cool. They my Pikachu was already OP in yeah in the, in that game. Yeah, now you get him back. You get you can take him to Sword and Shield, and he becomes Fat Pikachu, and he's actually very strong competitively. Ooh. If you play him in a competitive game, it's does A-plus. it matter which one I get, Sword or Shield? No, you can use it in both. So if you had Let's Go Eevee, oh, you can get the Gigantamax Eevee. Oh, about to be tearing it up. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so like it's if you haven't gotten, like if you haven't gotten Sword and Shield, I think the first um, Isle of Adventures, the first expansion pack, That's which comes so out, comes out in a couple months. Like this is such a ballsy move for the Pokemon company. They've never done this before. The ballsy even? It's, Oh, Janelle. Oh, oh, sorry, I can't. Janelle, the door is right there. The door is right there. All right, it's there unlocked. Go. go ahead. There you go. I, I will just say, like, it's this is something fans have been asking for for a really long time, but since Pokemon has never been on, like, a console system with easily accessible DLC, fans never thought it was going to happen. And so fans were understandably kind of upset when they learned there weren't going to be a ton of Pokemon in Sword and Shield when it came out last year. Now Pokemon has confirmed we're okay to do DLC. We can just do seasons of games. We don't have to come out with a brand new base game every year, which was really crippling what they could do with a video game because they had such a strict timeline. Now they're just coming out with these expansion passes this year and gives them like an extra year to work on another base game for Generation 9. Because the winter one, the icy one, is releasing in fall. Yeah, so they're going to have like That's perfectly cool. timed um change it like fashion yeah, yeah. For, for the holidays it's, it's perfect oh, speaking of you also get new outfits like clothing yeah, that yeah. complements the area yes you can also get like a brand new bicycle it's all very exciting for people like me who spent most of their money in game yeah decking out my character oh, that's what i'm about to do oh yeah. new hairstyles new hairstyles the th- color it's great the whole thing oh i'm sold well, by the way, this is the to first, get that money if i wasn't sold before the, the new hairstyles pokemon got me I've in well hey i mean we laugh at it but like pokemon go had its most successful year this year in terms of like users spending money in game 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the phone game. Yeah. And like Pokemon also announced today that they're coming out with a mystery dungeon game, which comes out in March, which is crazy because they haven't released one of those titles in 15 years. Wow. And people thought they were done doing those one-off stories, but Pokemon just Great. really shocked everyone today All with right. these announcements. Plus we're getting like Galarian versions of the original uh, legendary birds. So if you were like an OG Pokemon fan and you liked Moltres or Articuno or um, Zapdos, there's going to be new versions of those Pokemon in uh, the the Crown Tundra expansion. And the Articuno looks like the sassiest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. Is it, it's still called Articuno? So we're not sure yet. They didn't release the name. They just showed pictures, but it's basically like a purple version of Articuno. um, And it looks amazingly sassy. All right. Very impressed. So my takeaway from all this is Nintendo Switch really is the best. I mean, obviously. I'm just joking. (laughs) If you guys want to learn more, Megan hosts our excellent Pokemon podcast, A Wild a wild podcast has appeared. <laughs> you guys should check that out if you're Pokemon fans because what you just heard there goes down every week on that podcast. So mm-hmm. make sure you check that out. Also, so you can get regular updates about what's going on with Sword, Shield, and mm-hmm. everything in the universe of Pokemon. All right. So for our deep dive segment, moving right along today, uh, we're going to wrap up some of this Star Wars talk. We've talked about Rise of Skywalker, all the controversy with the JJ cut and all that. But uh, let's talk about the future because... When we got to Rise of Skywalker, there was no set plan for the Star Wars movies. Now we've started to get rumor about what it could be, what could be happening or is likely to happen. And there's kind of compounding evidence that that's where we're going. So the rumor that came out was that there is a new movie series coming out. It's not necessarily a trilogy. It's just movies, a series of movies that would be set in this kind of era of Star Wars history, which is called the High Republic era. Which, if you were going to do a quick rundown of Star Wars history. So basically, um, a lot of fans know the old Republic era from the, from the games. Back when the Jedi Order and the Sith Army were two big armies kind of going at it all over the galaxy. Um, what's a little bit more unclear and undefined in Star Wars lore is this kind of millennia-long period between when the Jedi-Sith War ended and the Sith were all but eradicated and the start of the Clone Wars um, and everything that we saw in the prequels. So there's about 1,000 years, give or take, that is undefined. The High Republic is said to be in the kind of the latter end of that era, which would be 400 years before the prequels. Um, And basically what it can play with is a lot of the kind of looser mythos of like old games and things like that. But the kind of basic storyline of that era is... The Jedi-Sith War, the Jedi eradicated the Sith, um, and the Sith were largely undone because there were too many of them, and they screwed each other over all the time. And so that's what kind of the infighting led to their collapse and eradication. And there was one survivor, uh, Darth Bane, who people know from the mythos. And Darth Bane is canonized now. He was in Clone Wars animated series in, in that sixth season. Um, basically he was a sole survivor of that war and he's the one who came up with the new kind of modern Sith mythos with the rule of two, that there can only be two, uh, a master and an apprentice because he, his whole theory was that, you know, basically having so many Sith is what brought them down. So there should only be two, a master and an apprentice. And he kind of put that into place and started the whole process of the Sith going from being these 
aggressive army to being these kind of schemers working in the shadows, never letting people know they exist and working to undermine both the Jedi, the stability of the galaxy, the balance of the force, all that stuff that led to Palpatine and and Order 66 and the rise of the Empire eventually. So the kind of key to this is, like I said, it's established enough that it gives shape to what the next Star Wars kind of movie story would be, but it's loose enough that they can play with it and kind of inject their own new storyline into this and, and play with elements that we know about but but aren't like concretely locked down in canon yet. So the idea would be kind of a movie series where the Jedi are have, you know, there's this time, it's also called the Great Peace, that there was this time of peace. Now within that time of peace, quote unquote, there were a lot of, other smaller conflicts that are uh, that are becoming more relevant, the hyperspace war, um, the Mandalorian wars take place in this in this era. So you could see why this would be attractive to the franchise right about now. Um, a lot of this has to do, like again, with the history of why Mandalore is the way that it is. Other things that set up the modern Star Wars era get kind of formed here. So Yoda's alive. Hmm. Yoda's alive. Yoda's yes. alive. Yeah, Yoda's like he's very much and, years old, and he would be kind of like more as people have joked. He'd be like millennial Yoda. Yeah, he like, really uh, would yeah. be millennial Yoda. Adolescent yeah. Yoda. Yeah, adolescent Yoda. Yeah, like yeah, he'd be younger, kind of brasher Yoda. Um, yeah, characters like Yoda would be still kind of hanging around. Um, Darth Bane would be kind of up to make an appearance in this, um, or new Sith lords, and you could introduce a whole array of new Jedi who Yoda may have referenced some of them, but we haven't known a lot of them because this is a time when. The Jedi were all powerful and kind of really full force. That's so really like cool. here are the kind of the kind of different there's been kind of different little clues that this is where this is going. Um, the release the Matt broke down what comics were coming out this week. One of them is Star Wars The Rise of Kylo Ren, which is the origin story of how Ben Solo, that period of when he kind of had the falling out with Luke and became Kylo Ren. And ah, joined so one of those stories we should have seen in the movies, but didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, so, so exciting. No, I mean, this, yeah. there's a lot in this comic that is like, yeah, somebody should have made a movie of this. Yeah. Like one more well, prequel standalone movie of this would have been good because I mean, it's everything. But instead we got Solo a Star Wars. Yeah, right? it starts yeah. like right after the last Jedi Super scene. So like right after he brings the house down on Luke and then gets up and just slaughters everybody, it reveals that Snoke had been in contact with him for like years working him oh. and... Snoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, it's actually like Snoke in like a golf cap, mining this big space garden. He's actually Palpatine, we know. Um, and how, and you see how he stokes. There's a lot of stuff. That guy from the beginning of Force Awakens, Lars, Lar Van Sock, or whatever who his was name with is. Poe. Yeah, who talks with Poe. He is in this issue, and he and Luke and Ben, when Ben is just a boy, go on a mission to the Outer Rims to find this Jedi outpost that's from dun da da da. The High Republic era, which is the first this all time. This pisses me off. Like, I'm just getting mad hearing upsetting. you talk about this because it all sounds very cool. Like, yeah. I haven't read that comic and it all sounds very cool. And the High Republic, like, I, that sounds cool. I don't care what movie's next as long as it's good. Like, there's nothing that's going to get me more excited than something else, probably, unless it's about a character we already know. But The Mandalorian proved it doesn't have to be a character we already know. True. But the fact that what you're saying sounds so cool about that comic makes me so mad about how the trilogy came don't out. Don't hold I your think. anger yet. Gosh. Not done. Oh, there's so, more. Great. Yeah. Let's see how pissed. The so the High Republic has never been over. like really officially named it. That's why it's called like it, it's very vague and undefined. It's kind of a new term for like the era of great peace or whatever. So this was a big name drop in this. So they go to find this temple and it's basically Luke trying to recover the Jedi Order. And this temple has all kinds of crazy stuff like 
that ancient Jedi, when they were so powerful and had everything kind of used, and waiting for them to ambush them in this temple are dun, da, 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 the Knights of Ren, including who? Ren. What? Yeah. I'm literally furious. Including the actual Ren. So this comic actually introduces who Ren is, and he's crazy hot under this weird helmet he wears. Uh, he takes it off, and he's like an Adonis, but he leaves the helmet. They have a fight with Luke. You get to see Luke destroy the Knights of Ren without killing them because... He's a Jedi and he doesn't murder people. This is infuriating. Yeah, and, uh, this, and it's, wow. the story you just told me was more compelling than the last two Star Wars movies. Exactly. And the Ren mm. leaves this helmet on the ground, and years later, when he's adult and has, and the Force Awakens set all that up yeah, to be told. Exactly. And when he's a, what when he's older later, <sighs> uh, Kylo Ren comes, finds the helmet, puts it on, and Ren had been waiting for him to kind of grow up and and have his powers this develop. Is all in one. And that's how he lures the him. Prequel that's trilogy's issue better. That's issue. That's the prequel one trilogy. Issue. Is that's better. one issue. Everything I just told you. I said it. I'm furious. <laughs> it. Spoilers, I hate it. by the way. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> no. I think we're also literally watching. BD's descent into becoming a Sith. I'm so mad right now. I'm I'm, I'm so mad that (laughs) that is not the story we got in the movies. And Kylo, what the hell happened? Who do they did did a who's is Marvel publishing? I forgot the best part. He also did a Marvel writer just come up with this and say, "Well, this is what we're going to do." Is it? uh, I mean, this is all just official canon. Is it? But like, is it a Marvel comic? Yeah. So, so did some comic writer who I don't know. No, who's writing, this I don't is mean official to dis- canon. Like they, they make the story group. Co- so, like someone at Lucasfilm allowed a Marvel writer, a writer who then worked for Marvel to publish it, to write this story. Yeah. So they, so they already had this story. Yeah, and they just didn't use it in the movies. Wow. Yeah. What? But shout what out is, to that writer. You're sounds brilliant. like a, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, I know. Because they haven't realized on a good standalone of Star Wars, The Rise of Kylo Ren would be a good movie. Oh my I don't know. I uh, know, especially because Kylo Ren you carried just can't these blame films on Adam his Driver back. seems so disinterested yes. in doing anything else ever again, and you just can't blame him when things like this are happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this is like it's, it's a wa- very. It's he had they had so much potential with his character. His oh, character I forgot the best part. was so interesting in the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and then even more so in the Last Jedi. And I don't really like the Last Jedi. Kylo Ren was tremendously interesting in that movie. Yep, that's why he carried the movie on his back. I don't know. So, but that's over. Oh. I mean, that dude's dead. So we're talking about don't the High Republic. Don't even talk to me about that. So <laughs> the point yeah, of all this... I don't, honestly don't really? want more at this point. I don't want more because they killed him and the character didn't matter well, I mean, in this trilogy. Not. So, so you can't this change, is just to kind of catapult us this trilogy. into this Spoiler. other era. So it kind of sets up the intrigue of what the High Republic era was, what the Jedi were, and kind of what happened on the Outer Rims, mm-hmm. um, including like Exegol, all that stuff could be... Well, you know, so the, I have my Sith Wayfinder. Everything's good. I know where to go. Yeah, right. My little, yeah. my little but video game identified. Quest, side quest to find this wayfinder, and now the map shows me where to go. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been identified also that that wasn't a Sith temple because of the statues that are in there. They're yeah. the four philosophers who basically came up with the theory of the Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was an ancient High Republic temple again. So these are the ties that are already being established. Yeah. So that temple was a High Republic temple that eventually the Sith either conquered or snuck into and converted into what we saw. Time to start fresh. Yeah. yeah. yeah really well, the High Republic would be a f- essentially yeah. a fresh start. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's yes. why there are no Skywalkers. There's not, none of that. Yeah. I don't want to be talking to Pete. I don't want to see theories about how this character from the Skywalker saga can pop up. I want nothing from this guy. Time to start. Fresh. Yoda. Only Yoda. Yoda. Yoda, Yoda would be fun. That's, Yoda but that's is the thread like, that ties us all together. That could be, <laughs> so and, but you true. don't like. I don't. I want the story to not need Yoda. Like I want the story to not need these Agreed. characters for, that we already know You're to right. be enhanced. Agree. Like I want the story to stand on its own, and I want. Whoever's writing this comic at Marvel to write the damn High Republic <laughs> thing because oh the fact that that's not in this last trilogy. Yeah. I'm I mean curious. the High Republic. I don't want to see any of the droids popping up. None of that. But no. that's a kind don't of beauty, it. and no. that's why I bring it. this up. That's the beauty of a High Republic era story. It's essentially the Star Wars framework we know. 
Mm-hmm. Bunch of Jedi, you know, from the prequels mm-hmm. era. Bunch of Jedi running around. They mm-hmm. think they've won this great victory. The Sith are gone, but there are Sith out there and they're trying to reconstitute power and they begin yeah. to mess with things. That's yeah. right. Um, and so, and it's a whole new set of characters. Good. Yeah, I mean, there all of that, uh, all that sounds for- great. Because like, I... I always thought the prequels got unnecessary hate. That's not a conversation to have. But the best part of it for me was seeing all of the Jedi run around. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought it was so cool. Like, I know Attack of the Clones is a very... Richard popped up in the booth. Yeah, I know. I mean, Attack of the Clones is a very polarizing film. But the Coliseum scene that's in it with all the, like, the Jedi coming in and fighting, like, that blew my mind. Like, when I was watching that in theaters. I mean, whether you love or hate the prequels, there's no denying that there are scenes that are true highlights of the, the entire Star Wars franchise as a whole. There are there are battles and scenes in those that were awesome. Yeah, like yeah. all yeah. of those. Dude, I want to see the Mandalorian sequences. Wars. I want to see yeah. a movie about that. Like, I want to see the Jedi it, and the Mandalorian. Like, that's what I want trilogy. to see with the High like, Republic. There's not much that stands. I mean, the, the the fight with Kylo Ren and Rey in the throne room is really the only thing I, that's coming to my mind as like. Yeah, I mean, it was visually stunning. Of, mm-hmm. But in yeah. terms of choreo, like. Oh, yeah. Like, no, like, I know. I just I just want the High Republic so much because it will give us this clean slate. It's we don't have to rely on the Skywalkers. The only thing I just I just need to like echo Brandon. Don't bring in any of the Skywalker stuff. Don't start talking about the prophecy of like what of what they thought Anakin would be and then what Luke became and then what Rey became. I don't want that. Focus on the conflict. And just leave all of this meta nonsense behind at this point. If a connection happens organically, that's awesome. Yeah, like that's don't great. Force you, it. But don't write like it's it's like what they did, what they had to do with Carrie Fisher's lines. Like J.J. Well, Abrams did the best he could do with that. He knew he had a great encyclopedia in his head of the lines they had recorded with Carrie Fisher on Episode Seven, and then they found a way. They they knew they wanted to use her in the movie, and I'm not faulting the Episode Nine for this because I don't know what else they could have done, and it really is so tragic what happened to Carrie Fisher. But writing around trying to work something else in made those scenes suffer. Like it took me out of the scenes. Like what, it, like Ray saying, there's so much I have to tell you just to cue up the line. Tell me when you get back because they wanted to have them sort of have a goodbye. Mm-hmm. You knew it was written that way. If you write a whole movie around trying to do those ties, the same way, I don't know, it's a bad metaphor, maybe. No, I know. But no, you know no, what I'm no, saying? I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just tell your story. No, I mean, and don't let there yeah. be any yeah. constraints to it. Yeah, just right. start fresh. I mean, it's and like, tell all the details. I mean, you writer. The, thing, the only thing that needs to come out of this is starting down the path towards Sidious, and here's how the Galactic Republic of the prequels took shape. That's it. Yeah, That's I mean, you, you don't need to like teach to the test here. You just need to write a yeah. story that stands alone on its own, and then if it and makes it, an it, organic connection, good job. If not. And rely on the dramatic irony because the Jedi will think, hey, we're doing good, how they get involved in the in the in the government and become kind of an arm of the government. All that will seem very positive, but we know where it leads. And so the context just kind of it'll play itself. Yeah, exactly. Just just trust like a little Trust bit more in the force Wait, of the high Gina, have you seen the rise of skywalker yet i have not you totally just spoiled it for me Ooh, that's okay scene. though that's tough okay scene. i had to go i was traveling a lot for the holidays and then i'm traveling again so i was gonna see it literally in a week <laughs> but, oh, but glad. So you already heard now, about the scene so where jar jar comes back <laughs> oh Stop. yay i'm just kidding <laughs> on glass door search i Podcast don't host. like jar jar no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving right along so bd can calm down 2020 <laughs> you guys you heard from me you heard from matt and you heard from jim about what we're looking forward to in 2020 so we got a little bit of time so i thought i'd go around and give our host today a chance to kind of put you on bd you want to you want to kick it off oh, or ladies first off. i'll go first okay okay oh. first 
first and foremost, I just have to say this because the reason why I was ever brought around comic book is for The Walking Dead. And I'm a huge fan of The Walking Dead. I don't care if some people think it's dying or whatever the negativity is. I love The Walking Dead, so I cannot wait for the new season, or sorry, the second half of the season to come back. It's on the 23rd of February. Oh, man, it's only halfway done. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, there's eight episodes uh, left. There's going to be 40 weeks of The Walking Dead this year. 40 Sundays with The Walking Dead on. Have fun, there, Brandon. I'm not, we, there's no, I'm not doing anymore. everything. There's no way. I'm not yeah. coming in for 40 Sundays. I'm not doing it. There's no way. It's too much. <laughs> It's, but it's but a there's lot. good stuff coming. Yeah, this back get, half of season 10, God, hopefully I haven't be, even told you. You know, I don't know. Oh. So I'm looking forward to knowing if if the comics are going to kind of line up, match up with the TV show. They will. Um, they will? Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> Live Negan, reactions. I want Negan to have his moment that he has in the comics. So obviously I don't want to spoil anything, but... Um, you know, I want to see Alpha, Beta, all of that stuff. Um, I want to see the return of Maggie. Um, oh. I'm, oh gosh, I, I'm getting bad looks from Brandon. And like, I'm not saying anything. I'm so I'm scared. You, I, I keep secrets. I'm coming to you as a fan of the show and I'm just really excited to see it back again. I think, I think you'll be happy. Oh, good. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Mostly. Okay. This is so, good. this is so terrifying. Good. He's like controlling all of our expectations yes, right now. He's playing with my emotions. It's I, well, he's used to doing that. With we'll probably the have the episode Dead. soon. We'll watch it. Sorry. Yeah, Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt your experience. Well, that's yeah, it. I'm just really excited for the walking dead. I know that a lot of, like I get a lot of tweets from, uh, people that used to watch after the dead, which is the show that, um, BD and I hosted together. Well, I co-hosted. He was the main host. Come on, let's be real. But um, I miss you guys too. And I miss the show and I can't wait to have it back. And that's definitely what I'm most looking forward to. And my Sundays have no meaning without The Walking Dead. What? Yeah. So my resolutions or things I'm excited for for this year isn't like one thing like The Walking Dead. I've not devoted my life to it, but there's like a (laughs) series of things like I know I just gushed about Pokemon for like probably too long. Another game for the Switch, the superior console is Animal Crossing. I'm sorry. I'm just like one of those people who really loves like simulation games. And I'm so excited for Animal Crossing to be here this year. They delayed it. I was kind of upset about it, but if it took that delay to make this game be everything that we hoped it would be, then I'm I'm okay with it. And then on an anime side, uh, Attack on Titan should be entering its final season. We're not sure any of the nitty gritty details. The manga has been saying it's going to end for like two years now, but like it's actually there at the cusp, at the thrush. We just got a new chapter this week and like... It's coming to a close. So the the, the final season is going to be coming forward, answering a lot of questions that fans have. And then with the Japanese side, if we ever get a trailer, I am excited for Godzilla versus Kong. Mm, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I'm just waiting <laughs> patiently, well, rather not so patiently about what this film's going to be. So those are my three things. All right, BD, what do you got? Uh, I mean, I'm excited for Black Widow and Eternals, but I want to kind of say something else because I always talk about Marvel everywhere I am. Uh, Walking Dead as well, but uh, the movie I think I'm most excited for genuinely, and I wouldn't have told you this a week ago before I saw its trailer, but A Quiet Place Part 2 looks amazing. I thought the first A Quiet Place was great, and I really think... Like the fact that they're going back to like show the apocalypse happening, I think is super exciting. And if well done, could just cement this as one of the best post-apocalyptic stories ever. Really could. And we might get John Krasinski back. We have Cillian Murphy or Killian. How do you say it? Killian, Killian. Killian Murphy, uh, Jaiman Hounsou. I mean, everybody who you're a huge fan of is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that movie, the trailer looked just awesome and another thing that's very similar to that but in video game land is the last of us part oh, two yeah. i've oh, been yes. waiting on that so, for six years now i've been waiting so long. Uh, i will finally have a reason to turn my playstation on and give my xbox a break it's getting tired from being used so much from being the best superior console <sighs> and 
it's just been so long and it was supposed to come out next month and now it's delayed but as soon as that game gets here i mean i'm disappearing for a while and i'm playing it all the way through uh for that i mean also i think top gun is going to be pretty cool too top gun all right so there you have it those are our 2020 picks from our hosts this week Thank you guys for tuning in. That'll do it for this episode of Comic Book Nation. If you're just now getting in the show, we drop new episodes every Wednesday, every Friday. Make sure you're listening to two a week. You got to cover everything with us. And you can find those on comicbook.com. And you can subscribe to our RSS feed to get regular updates. Or you can subscribe on your favorite listening platforms. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Google Playlist. Or you can go to the comicbook.com YouTube page and find episodes of Comic Book Nation there as well. If you want to talk to any of us or want to just talk about what we talked about on the show, you can hit us up at the hashtag Comic Book Nation. Or you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me at Janelle Wheeler on all socials and twitch.com. TV slash Janelle Wheeler to play games and do all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And you can find me at Brandon Davis BD at all good places where social we media know, Everybody are knows where to find you. <laughs> everybody, anybody comes to comic book, they know where to find you. It's honestly kind of like where's Waldo, but like where's BD? Like, well, I mean, yeah, we're in the world. In the world right like, yeah, we don't know where you are, Geo. We're going to Harry Potter world this but week. But like, <gasps> yeah. yeah. That's, but this is it's not a work thing I'm just going that's exciting and I'm yeah, really happy way more there you go so that's so where the world is. BD will be so if you're in Disney World area this weekend you want a fan Dude, selfie no stop it you want a <laughs> selfie with BD Universal not Harry Disney. Potter World oh god oh no. sorry Universal Universal not Disney <clears throat> hit him up they're right now. it's all Orlando I just consider it one basin and, and, yeah. <laughs> try going up there <laughs> and um, I'll tell you what I'll do if I win the lottery yeah, there you go. You can hear BD's insane plans for his lottery win. Uh, so make sure you catch him out there. It's like a Pokemon Go game. Uh, but that'll do it. Uh, I think, do we have anything else to add? Oh, yeah. Five-star re- reviews on iTunes. If you guys like the show, go on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review because we have some extra time coming up. So we're going to do another round of uh, review readings on the show and send out some free T-shirts. So be sure to check that out. Otherwise, uh, thank you guys for listening as always. Oh, one milestone to note. I want to thank everybody who's been part of the show in season one. Uh, season two will start in February. So this is, we're coming down to the last weeks of season one, but we already kind of hit a major milestone. We already got two million downloads for this show in its first season, which is good. That makes it look good for our bosses. It keeps us on the air and not fired or canceled. And I want to thank everybody who was a part of making that happen. All two million of you or all a hundred of you who downloaded this a million times plus two or times two. I just messed up a lot of math right there. Which is always a good sign that it's time to sign off. So we are out of here. This is Comic Book Nation. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Deuces. Oh, 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 oh,